the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program was recorded for broadcast at this time. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And this is my time. Keep it here as Roger talks about local and national issues important to you. Talking with the leaders and newsmakers in our community. And now, here's Roger. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show, the program that's dedicated to protecting, preserving, and defending America's founding traditions of God, family, country. Friends, it's great to be with you on a wonderful weekend throughout Central Florida. I want to thank you for the opportunity to join you. And uh, in these trying times, there's really no other way that we can really put it if we're looking at things from a national perspective. And you know, many things that we all thought that we would never see as Americans living in our free constitutional democratic republic. And, you know, that's been a consistent theme, unfortunately, of our show for the most of this year and even last year. And just the reason is, I just think that this isn't something that we can really stick our head in the sand on or pretend like doesn't exist or go into denial about it. So, you know, even though a lot of the messages, you know, from, from you know, our conversations um, are, you know, somewhat a downer, there's another way to put it, um, you know, um, negative. Um, you know, it's it's just, it's the situation that we're in. And like I say, I think it's important to address it, to be aware um, in in the hope um, that we can find, find solutions and, and find our way out. And from a positive perspective, if we, I know many of you are, are like I am and that uh, have a keen passion for history uh, especially for me personally, the history of America, and then you know, many of you as well, the world history as well, um, that, you know, down throughout the ages, and we'll just talk specifically about America, uh, virtually every generation uh, since our founding have had enormous challenges to deal with, uh, situations, you know, and specifically talking about um, in terms of our freedom and our liberty and the kind of free country that we want to have. And um, sometimes those situations looked very, very, very bleak. In fact, I've been recently been reading more about the Civil War period. That's never been a favorite period of mine just because it's just so, so depressing uh, to think about just the human slaughter and the human carnage and the extraordinary upheaval um, in in the country, uh, not only during the war, but in the aftermath of it. Um, You know, it took the country literally decades to say the least, to really even even get over this, the you know all the horrors of the Civil War, and including the hatred and animosity. Um, but anyway, my point is, so I'm, that's never been a. I, I'm one of those. I'm not one of those people that have a lot of nostalgia um, or see the Civil War era or period in, in nostalgic terms. I see it in, in hor- horrific, horrible, depressing terms. But anyway, the point I'm saying is that America was able to overcome that. Um, get back on our feet, continue to have uh, ultimately uh, a thriving, not only a 
thriving economic country, but also a country that still remained free and uh, where our people were um, proud to be loyal Americans and remain true to to our country and our the the core values values expressed by Lincoln in the Gettysburg Address uh, values of course um, expressed by Thomas Jefferson in the Declaration of Independence our Constitution our legal justice system, all those things. So I guess the point is that the bright spot, um, once we look, search diligently for it, is that, you know, we're not the only generation who's had really difficult times, um, who felt that our freedom and our liberties are are under attack or threatened. Um, We just need to figure out how to, how to, how to confront it, deal with it and and overcome. And, um, but I mean, but going back to the other perspective, Certainly in, in my lifetime, I, I think uh, the reason that I'm so disconcerted, and I think so many of you are, is I never thought I would see the kinds of kinds of things that we're seeing in a daily basis um, in America. And I'll, I'll just name two or three off the top of my head. One, the fact that I think it's pretty obvious, sadly obvious, that we now have, a, to a large extent, a two-tier criminal justice system. We have a system where, you know, being of of, of certain political persuasion or, or you know, have it, you know, um, it, it puts you at, at jeopardy uh, of of being uh, coming uh, under scrutiny or possibly even being arrested and winding up in the court system and 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 ultimately getting an unfavorable verdict. Um, we we see the the court system weaponized our our our, our justice system. Uh, weaponized now uh, from a political perspective, and sadly, the people in charge of it right now are the, however you want to frame it, uh, the the leftist. I would say the authoritarian left is a term that um, that I use. I think is very appropriate um, and uh, you know, very explicit. It sums everything up very well. The uh, the woke um, side, if you will, you know, in 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 essentially, you know. This particular side of, is is employing the values of the hard left. You know, I mean, it's um, historically through America, liberal, conservative, uh, very liberal, very conservative, anything in the middle, libertarian, etc. At the end of the day, virtually all citizens, regardless of your political ideology, your political party affiliation, did um, – accept the United States of America as a very positive thing, uh, accept our Constitution as a positive thing, and, uh, you know, accept our declaration, uh, excuse me, our Pledge of Allegiance, and, and, and basically all people were, considered themselves to be Americans. It, it might uh, have passionate disagreements uh, uh, about um, various issues and, and philosophies. However, at the end of the day, most, you know, virtually, I would say 95% plus of the, of the citizens it, Identified as Americans, and most of those were proud to be Americans. Now we're evolving into a situation where, sadly, the people in control, talking about the Washington elites, certainly a very new phenomenon over the past just few years, the big tech oligarchs, the the way that technology has evolved so rapidly so that just literally a handful of people have extraordinary power. Um, that are running uh, in in many cases private you know, industries, um, you know the 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 search engines Google, Microsoft, uh, Apple, 
um, even Amazon to a certain extent, uh, Twitter before Elon Musk got it, Facebook, you know, these major, major high tech means uh, methods of communication are largely, almost exclusively, um, of course, Elon Musk is an exception. And I think he's an incredible breath of fresh air and ray of hope. I uh, know others disagree with that, but uh, that's the way I see him is um, – but other than him and maybe an exception here or there, the, the, these extraordinarily powerful big tech oligarchs are, are full-blown woke, full-blown leftist, uh, certainly are not people that uh, have any respect for or um, adhere to any kind of uh, patri- American patriotism or, or you know, traditional American values, if you will. Um, they don't even buy into the whole concept of God, family, country. So anyway um, – you know, this is a situation that we've got in that these people have extraordinary power. They've got the power to censure a president, as we saw in the last presidential election. That was something I never, ever, ever thought I'd ever see in America was, you know, major communications um, uh, platforms, I'm talking about Twitter and Facebook specifically, um, literally censuring not only the president of the United States, uh, Donald Trump at the time, um, but, but censoring, you know, their, just citizens. Um, people that did had messages and wanted to uh, share information, post legitimate information with which they disagreed, would just were just flat out censored. That concept is totally not in the spirit of Americanism. It's totally antithetical to the spirit of our First Amendment of of free speech. And um, of course, and, and that's free speech is one of the the ground the you know, foundational principles. Of having our free a, fresh, a free society, it's been one of the foundational principles of the success that America has had is, is it, in, in enduring as a, as a free country and a free society. So, when you see th- these kinds of things not only become a, infringed upon, but but um, you know violated dramatically in in, in very important powerful ways. Like I said, a, a president of the United States. Um, being kicked off of Twitter, where you know, which was a big forum for him um, to get his message out, and an effective forum. Others, others would disagree. Others would call it a self-destructive forum. I, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't share that point. The point that's not even the point. The point is that you know, never thought I'd see wholesale censorship um, by major media platforms of political debate, regardless of what side you're on in America. Well, we're seeing it now. We're seeing it every day. Um, the other thing is the, the, the justice system. As I said, uh, the, the justice system has definitely been weaponized. I mean, once again, Donald Trump um, is is a, a victim of, uh, and I think probably one of, if not the most obvious examples of the of a weaponized um, partisan legal justice system um, in America. And, and, and this is so disturbing because this is just the kind of fun, foundational building block of, of, of our country, of a society that that you know, it needs to be um, even-handed. And once you lose a situation where the justice system no longer administers justice even-handedly um, and unbi- in an unbiased fashion, um, you know, administers justice based on the facts and the law, um, once that moves away to where justice and law enforcement and punishment – including imprisonment, um, is, is being meted out on a partisan uh, perspective, um, uh, you know, it, it, where the justice system and law enforcement are being used as a tool 
to to get at uh, and 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 silence and damage and destroy political enemies. That's not America anymore. You know, having a big tech censorship, having powerful media platforms censure political debate in America. That that's not America anymore. So that that, they, that these are the kinds of issues that we are now being confronted with every day. And so as long as these are the, the, the lay of the land, and as long as these are things that are happening to us, you and I, every day, it's, you know, we're going to, I'm, I'm going to talk about it on, on our program. We're, we're coming up on a break here in just a moment. And before we go to that break on a, um, want to remind you that our program is supported by our friends over at Miller's Sod Sales. And of course, let you know, as many of you already know, the great people at Miller Sod Sales take great pride in their top quality service, their outstanding equipment, and of course, their fresh quality sod. This summer, I encourage you to let Miller Sod Sales green up your life. And you can find out more about Miller Sod Sales at John Miller Trucking and Sod Sales.com. That's John Miller Trucking and Sod Sales.com. Friends, we'll be right back on the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Welcome back. Good to have you here for the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Friends, welcome back to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. It's great to be with you today. One of the positive things um, every week is the opportunity to have this moment to share with you and to share these conversations. And um, also, of course, throughout 24 hours a day, seven days a week, to hear the great other great shows we have right here on AM 950 and FM 94.9. The answer, great shows like the Charlie Kirk Show. I listen, try to listen to Char- Charlie every single night. He's on Dennis Prager, who's done, who's doing phenomenal job and has for many years. Of course, he's one who's being, uh, whose efforts are being censured as well. Um, and then the other great shows. Um, on our on our stations as well, of course, Carl Jackson and his uh, wonderful uh, messages. Of course, our friends with American Anatomy, adversaries, Christopher Hart. Um, just a lot of great, great programs right here, and it's great to be a part of a of an organization that really is is dedicated to to keeping American freedom alive and and getting the truth out. Of course, I want to remind you that <clears throat> the Roger Franklin Williams Show is presented by Christner's Prime Steak and Lobster. A little bit later, we're going to talk more in depth about Christner's. That Christner's is celebrating their 30th anniversary this month in June of 2023. Christner celebrates 30 years of providing extraordinary food, outstanding service, um, in a elegant, classy atmosphere to the people of right here of Central Florida. And we're going to hear from the operations manager, um, Jim Flanagan, to talk a little bit more about about Christner's. And of course, if we're Fortunate, Jim will share a little bit about his outstanding background, his Hall of Fame background, literally in the fitness industry. Um, of course, as you've um, heard before on our show, Jim Flanagan is a member of the National Fitness Hall, Physical Fitness Hall of Fame in America. And of course, he was the founder of the original Nautilus facility in Orlando, Flanagan's Nautilus. Many of you will remember uh, Flanagan's Nautilus on Kareen Drive back in the day, and then he went on to become the national sales manager for Nautilus Industries, uh, working directly with uh, entrepreneur Arthur Jones, colorful entrepreneur Arthur Jones. So we, we look forward to speaking with Jim a little bit later in our show. <clears throat> but until we uh, catch up with Jim, I do want to continue to let you um, 
just talk about the uh, disturbing issues that confront us pretty much every day. And, and, and one more in, 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 as I struggle to find <laughs> bright spots. And one bright spot um, you know, uh, from, that, that, I, that I have found, if you will, or, or you know, that, that from my perspective, is um, a man who is really speaking out more and speaking out on behalf of citizens – and freedom of citizens and um, old-fashioned American freedom is Robert Kennedy Jr. And I want to talk about him specifically because a little bit on our show with you and then more so off the air, I have lamented the fact that, you know, on the Democrat side of things, I am sure you know, that there are mil- tens of millions of, of registered you know, oil um, old school, if you will, Democrats who are not on board with a two-tiered partisan criminal justice system, you know, who are not on board with uh, rant, you know, wanton lawlessness and anarchy um, in our cities like we saw in the summer of 2020, um, who are not against law enforcement, who who support um you know, criminals being arrested and, and being sentenced and 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 going and, and going to jail, um, who who do not support censorship, uh, who believe in the concept of the First Amendment. Um, however, um, I'm not a million percent sure of that because I never really hear from them. <laughs> um, you know, other than maybe Alan Dershowitz, uh, you know, um, you know, from time to time, uh, I know. Um, Professor Jonathan Turley um, in Washington D.C. is is a liberal Democrat who uh, speaks eloquently about freedom issues and you know uh, talks about has even spoken about how preposterous uh, the treatment of Donald Trump has been and you know as he's a victim of this um, partisan uh, weaponized judicial system now that that you know that's, that it, it, you know is, is going on in America. Um, but anyway, I, I just I, I've been disheartened that not more uh, Democrats or even independents, if you will, or um, libertarians have really uh, spoken out uh, forcefully um, against uh, these, these things that we're talking about, these, these basic infringements on not only on our indiv- you know, individual liberties of Americans. And of course, I, you know, I, I haven't mentioned yet, which should be at the top of the list, uh, the January 6th people who, um, you know, protesters, many of whom are being, um, I think, persecuted by the criminal justice system as well. Some of them are still in jail. They're not receiving due process, which is a total violation of, of Americanism and, and our, our foundation, foundational principles of our legal justice system. And, but, um, but anyway, my, the point I'm getting to is, is that Robert F. Kennedy Jr., whose of course, father was Robert F. Kennedy, who was a senator from New York. He was a brother of President John F. Kennedy, um, and he was, um, you know, he was assassinated. You know, Robert Kennedy was assassinated as well in the June, actually June, first week of June, 1968, when he was a leading contender for president. I would say it's, uh, you know, very likely he would have probably emerged as the winner of the Democrat uh, primaries if he had not been assassinated. And I would say it's very, you know, reasonable to assume he very likely would have been elected president. Um, but anyway, uh, that's all speculation. The point is. That and and you know, being you know uh, traditional American, uh, you know conservative, if you want to call it that, and from you know, and growing up in a conservative household, I was never, you know, pro Kennedy, um, you know, pro Robert Kennedy uh, at all, or certainly not 
Ted Kennedy, but the, but the, the point I'm making now is, though, it, it's been uh, very encouraging to see uh, Robert Kennedy Jr. come forward to be a voice um, speaking out, uh, especially on 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 behalf of citizens and you know on behalf of freedom and, and liberty and against uh, the authoritative left. It's one of the issues where he's been very uh, and the point also point I want to make too. He has been censored, and you know he started to really. Um, speak out uh, more during the COVID lockdowns and during the mandatory vaccinations. And Robert Kennedy Jr. did extensive research um, on the vaccinations. Uh, you know, he uncovered a lot of the, the financial um, behind the scenes there about who's making extraordinary, you know, literally billions of dollars of profits. Um, he found out he's found out some things about um, Anthony Fauci's background that uh, I think would certainly, to say the least, put him in a compromising situation and, as, as somebody who um, has the authority that he has. And um, anyway, and he's written a, a, a power, very powerful book that I have not read um, just about all these things. But you know, Robert Kennedy has come down solidly on the side of opposing mandatory vaccinations and um, also has questioned whether they're even safe or not. He's questioned the science behind them, and he's been real vocal about it. Uh, as a result, he has been also been a citizen who has been censored uh, by various aspects of these new high-tech uh, you know, media platforms. And, and, the, and in our you know, few minutes before we go to the next break, I want to want to point him out. I want to recognize him. And I, if I'm not mistaken, you know, he's also an announced candidate for president as a Democrat. Personally, I think this is going to be very interesting to watch. Now, not many people are talking about uh, Robert Kennedy um, or, or specific, especially talking about his candidacy for president. I personally think this that, that he specifically and his candidacy could be one of the more very interesting aspects of the upcoming presidential election and in 2024. Now, let me also say this, because I just I mentioned this a few, couple of times. I want to continue to mention it. Obviously. Where we are now with uh, Governor DeSantis having actually now officially announced for president, um, a, a, a lot of what you hear now and that you're going to hear for a year and a half or longer on in the media in general, but especially on conservative talk radio and conservative media, is the horse race, if you will, the the the, the battle uh, between Donald Trump and and Governor you know, President Donald Trump and Governor DeSantis. Personally, I'm not going to get into a lot of that. Um, you know, my my position is, you know, I'm just going to you know you let it all you know play out. I'm not going to you know follow the horse race, if you will. I'm not going to do the blow by blow description. Wow, you know, Trump really landed landed a blow on DeSantis. Wow, what a great counterpunch by DeSantis. Wow, have you seen the uh, what, what an incredible rapid response team DeSantis has. Amazing. L- look at that attack on Trump. Yeah, that's, you know, you, you, believe me, you're going to have all that kind of stuff in more places that, uh, than you can even visit. I, I'm not going to get into the blow by blow, um, of the, of the DeSantis versus Trump. Um, but, but anyway, in, in, in so I'm not going to be talking much about that at all. I personally, I mean, if, if, if the election were held at this moment, I would vote for Trump. Um, I love DeSantis too. 
Uh, you know, my hope there is that they just don't destroy each other, which uh, that's my concern, um, is that they're going to take each other out. And uh, somebody like uh, Nikki Haley or you know some establishment swamp uh, Republican will, will wind up uh, with the Republican nomination. But I'm not going to talk about that much of either because it's once again, that's 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 so depressing. So um, so for right now, I'm talking about Robert Kennedy Jr. And the reason is. I think this country needs, you know, I I don't think I know this country needs more voices speaking out on behalf of constitutional freedom and liberty for our citizens than than just the conservatives or or just the the leading uh, people on the right or even people, um, the leading uh, figure, conservative figures in the media. We need libertarians um, and independents speaking out on behalf of freedom. We need Democrats speaking out on behalf of freedom. We need Democrats, leaders, Democrat leaders, um, pushing back against big tech censorship. We need Democrat leaders pushing back against mandatory vaccinations. We need Democrat leaders pushing back and identifying and calling out a two-tiered, weaponized, uh, politically weaponized judicial system. That's what we need. We don't have much of that, hardly any of it. Um, with Robert Kennedy, we've got some of it now. We've got a man who's a Democrat, who's got you know, impeccable family credentials, to say the least, um, who has credibility, who is 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 is, is speaking out on these issues, and intends to be a player in this election. Now, now he also is being shunned. You're not. I think we're, what we're going to see. Is the mainstream media, especially the the leftist mainstream media, of course the the big tech oligarchs and the and the left wing media, the authoritarian authoritarian left woke media, are going to try to shut him out. Um, at the very least, uh, not cover him. And you know, if he get if he starts to get traction, they're going to try they're going to censor him too. Um, but my point, so a lot of, for those reasons, a lot of people aren't talking about Robert Kennedy Jr. because they just don't think he's going to be able to get the traction. Um, personally. I don't know. I, I'm not going to write him off at all, and I think he will be a very positive voice, um, you know, in in this uh, debate that hopefully we're going to be able to have um, in the 2024 election. Well, friends, those are some of my thoughts right now. We're going to take a quick break, and then we look forward to hearing from Jim Flanagan, founder of Flanagan's Nautilus, and also operations manager of our friends over at Christner's Prime Steak and Lobster. This month, celebrating their 30th anniversary. We'll be right back. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And now, here's Roger. And this is my turn. Friends, welcome back to the Roger Franklin Williams Show, the program that's dedicated to protecting, preserving, and defending America's founding traditions of God, family, country. Please, right now, to be joined by true leader in our country in various different ways. He's a nationally respected fitness authority. In fact, he's a member of the National Fitness Hall of Fame. He's a former national sales manager for Nautilus Industries, where he worked closely with entrepreneur Arthur Jones. Of course, many of you will know him as the founder of the original Central Florida's original Nautilus facility, Nautilus Fitness Center, Flanagan's Nautilus on Kareen Drive. More recently, he's also serves as the operations manager of our friends over at Christner's Prime Steak and Lobster. Of course, I'm speaking about Jim Flanagan. Jim, it's great to catch up with you. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for inviting me, Roger. My pleasure. 
It was always great speaking with you, but now we have a special occasion, and that is the 30th anniversary of Christner's Prime Steak and Lobster being celebrated all month during the entire month of June. And uh, first of all, can you start by, for those who have not had the the pleasure of, of the Christner's experience, can you just share a little bit of, of an overview of, of Christner's Prime well, Steak and Lobster? I'll, I'll go back 30 years. On uh, June 14th, the day they opened was a Monday. And I drove by on the 19th, which was Saturday evening, and I saw this new sign. So I stopped off and walked in there, and I had no reservation. And I looked around, and there was only a few tables that were being seated. So I thought to myself, the food may not be too good. But I went ahead and sat down, and I had the best steak I've ever eaten in my life. And I asked the owner, I asked the server who was the owner, and here he comes. Mr. Russ Christner came out of the kitchen. He had just opened that Monday, which I did not know. He told me the whole story, how he got there. And uh, I, at uh, that time, uh, was involved with a second company called Medex with Arthur Jones, and we did medical courses at the University of Florida Medical School every other Friday. I had I lost the restaurant that I was taking these healthcare people to after the event before they flew out on Saturday. And I told Mr. Christner, I I said, this is the best food I've ever eaten, and, and I've traveled all over, and you, you've got a home run here. I said, can you handle 42 people next Friday night? His eyes lit up, and that's how I started my relationship with him, and I brought those people uh, every other Friday for a period of seven years, excluding December, and that's how we built our friendship, and I supported them, and I never had a bad meal there. So then 2003, uh, we had lunch, and he asked me to come help him, and I said, I, I'm not in the restaurant business. I, 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 don't, I don't know how I can help you, but I've been there 20 years now at the end of this summer, So, because uh, uh, he was terminally ill, unfortunately. We lost him, but the family has taken over with David and Alex Christner. Uh, Carol has retired, uh, the widow, and it's a family affair. All the kids have worked in this business, and uh, I can't say enough about the, the, the family the restaurant, the food, and the staff—we've uh, got uh, a good, a good, a good uh, oil, a good well-oiled machine moving on. So, and uh, we are celebrating uh, a little prematurely. Uh, we're going to do it June 9th due to conflicting schedules, and uh, the proceeds from that night will be going to the Aspire Health and also to the Howard Phillips Foundation, which is a nice contribution on the Christner family. They believe in supporting. Uh, these these two foundations, and I think it's a, a great uh, a great personal touch, and that's it. And of course, uh, on your side of the coin, we do the clientele of the high school football program, which we come up in August uh, on a Monday night. So you know, we uh, we try to give back to the community and get involved a little bit. So uh, I tell you, what the people need to come in if they never had a steak like this. I tell you, I don't I don't know where else you can find one around here that good. It's one of the best. I can't cook one that good. But I'm uh, I'm blessed to be there and blessed to uh, be uh, part of that group. You know, thank you for for great oversight. Yeah, there's so many different aspects of of Christners that make it just such a, a wonderful place to go. And as you said, it starts with the uh, the the food, the quality of the steak. It's only the finest cuts of prime beef. Of course, also known for your cold water Australian lobster, um, salmon is is you know just is outstanding and every every entree. But but really the the beef is really really exceptional, um, and, and you know and so many uh, other aspects as well. You know you know, you become legendary uh, for your desserts as well, the oversized desserts. And and the point is, it's just um, when you go to Christner's, it's it's more than just going out and having a great meal. It's it's a true true positive experience. 
Well, we, we've been known to do a lot of the uh, birthdays, uh, anniversaries, and, of course, graduations, and, of course, a lot of the different big group functions, too. But uh, it, 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 is a, it, it is a dining experience that if you haven't uh, ever tried it, please do. 407-645-4443 is the main number. And and then I'll just uh, you add to that is is the service as well, which is a huge part of the the Christmas experience. Have you you have a experienced, well trained professional staff uh, who are dedicated to making sure that every customer really has has an extraordinary experience. And I, you know, as, as you know, I was over just last Saturday night, and uh, I was able to have uh, fortunate to have Eduardo uh, serving my friend and I, and and he he just did a you know ex- exceptional job, um, you know, help helping to make everything go perfect. And and, and that's a right. big part of the Christmas experience is is the the, the professional service. Well, you, you you hit the nail on the head, Roger, and uh, appreciate all you're doing. And uh, we just wish everybody continued success. And uh, please come out to Lee Road and give us a try. And then, of course, you know, Diana is now uh, David's sister. Diana is is now uh, on the scene too, helping David and Alice. She sure is, and she's doing a great job. And it's a family affair. <laughs> so we're, now, we're glad to have everybody. Friends, we're speaking with Jim Flanagan, among many other duties. He's the operations manager of Christner's Prime Steak and Lobster. As you're hearing, Christner's is celebrating their 30th anniversary right here on, on in Orlando on Lee Road, 729 Lee Road. This month, the entire month of June, they're celebrating um, and um, we're helping them you know, do that as well. And that's the topic of our conversation. One of the topics of our conversation with Jim Flanagan and of course, in addition to his uh, work at Christner's, he's a nationally respected fitness authority and former national sales manager for Nautilus Industries, also national sales manager for Medex, and, of course, founder of Central Florida's original Nautilus Fitness Center, Flanagan's Nautilus, on Kareen Drive in Orlando. And one more thing about, about Christner's, Jim, and it's just that you every time I'm, I'm there, you know, and as you know, I'm, I'm there frequently um, is to, with our visits, but uh, how the, the – the, I guess the, the volume, if you will – of regular customer, loyal, regular customers that you have. It's amazing how I see so many people at Christmas on such a consistent basis. And that's just, you've got a foundation of, of people that just love there, come to there and they come there very often. Well, it's just a humble steakhouse, Roger. It's got a, a, a strong presence, but it's with a soft touch, you know, and then uh, we, we value uh, the customer that walks in that door. We want to make it right. So we, and we, we do our best to do that. And uh, we've got a great deep lineage of 30 years now, which puts them on the map. And uh, I'm proud for them, proud of them. And, Jim, now do you have a, a moment to talk a little bit about fitness? I can, sure. And Fire away. <laughs> okay. As, as, I, as I mentioned, you know, you are former national sales manager for Nautilus Industries. You worked closely um, every day with the founder of Nautilus, uh, you know, famed entrepreneur Arthur Jones, and, of course, you opened the Central Florida's original Nautilus Fitness Center um, back in the 70s, Flanagan's Nautilus. Can you just talk about uh, your experiences uh, with with Nautilus? And, and, if, and if you can start, if we can start, if you want, start either with Flanagan's Nautilus, if you want to, or we're going to start working well, with Arthur well, Jones directly. Well, let's we'll, we'll start there because that's where it happened. I uh, was a byproduct of uh, weight training, not weightlifting. I didn't compete in the sport of weightlifting, but I did lift weights at Milo's Gym in the late 60s, and it transformed me and 
really uh, saw some change and benefit. I uh, didn't understand it, but I was in the banking business at that time, going to night school. But uh, Florida Tech University, which is now University of Central Florida, opened in the late 60s. And I'm glad they did because I decided to go back and get a degree, and I became an educator. I did teach in Orange County for a year and a half in the public school system. I went to graduate school at night. In the meantime, my workout partner, he bought five machines, and I put in the garage, and we started our own little workout place. And I started training high school kids for free and uh, helping them out. And I wanted to teach and coach, and uh, I did get a degree, but I graduated in December of uh, 71, late. And the only job available was elementary physical education. So I got that job, and I went to graduate school at night. I turned that negative to a positive. But then in the meantime, we did this garage workout room with five pieces with the barbell and the squat rack. And then a uh, year and a half later, I decided to say, I want to I get in the business. So I raised the money, bought the equipment, found a building, and started my gym. And you became one of my first members as an athlete over at Rollins. And I got to know you personally then. And, in fact, I'll fast forward. You're now working out again, getting yourself back in your training weight. And I'm proud of you because I, I got a report on you today by Steve Prue, by the way. So <laughs> I'm happy, proud of you, and proud for you. Anyway, so then the one thing led to another. And uh, I was passionate about the technology, the concept, the, the parameters, the uh, protocols. And I got to get involved on a regular part-time basis to help Arthur Jones I was traveling all over the country and with all the top names in the pro NFL teams and the baseball and helping him. And one thing led to another, and I got a full-time inside position. And so my field's education background, I got to coach people worldwide, all branches of the military, all our agencies in the government, corporate fitness, all the Division One, Division Two, NAIA schools with athletic programs. We were involved in all those, SEC, the the Big Ten, everything. It was just a great opportunity to meet so many great people and touch them and help them. And that, that's how it evolved. And uh, I've been real blessed. So. No, w- w- wonderful experience. And thank you for your kind words. Yes, and I'll just uh, say briefly, um, it was literally a, a life-changing experience for the better when I originally met you when I was 18 at uh, you know, Coach Coffee, Boyd Coffee from a uh, Rollins Baseball took us over there to, to Flanagan's Not. I still remember it one night. I think it was like a Thursday night or something. And uh, you introduced us all to what you had. And you know, you got us started on a, on a training program that you'd worked out with him. And then uh, you were very generously, once school was out about this time, um, you, know, you, you gave us an opportunity to get a, a discounted pack, fitness package uh, so that yep. we, some of us guys could afford. And you know, I signed up for that. And um, you know, it, was, yep. it was a life-changing experience for the positive then. And, and, and like you said, I, you know, belatedly I've gotten back into it, and, and it's been another positive life-changing experience. Well, you, you're sticking with it. That's, that's a discipline. And, and, and believe it or not, in today's world, to talk about fitness where it's evolved, most people wouldn't lift any kind of weights because they were told not to. It's basically all aerobic activity, uh, low-intensity, steady-straight activity. Now they're showing physiologically the muscle system is now an endocrine organ of itself, and it's tied to everything in the body, and you're seeing now that you've got to stress the muscles with resistance, which gives you a better quality of life, and it stimulates everything in the body naturally. This is all new information in the last decade. So now people are starting to wake up and realize that you want a better quality of life, you better get stronger so you can hold up a little bit longer. 
No, 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 absolutely. It's vitally important, and you've been at the forefront of, of the fitness industry and at the forefront of helping thousands, at this point, literally thousands of people just like me uh, have, have a better life uh, with your your knowledge and your, your encouragement. That, well, now, I, can you st- I, I keep I uh-huh. keep it real simple, Roger. I uh, I, look, I look at the overall picture, and I tell you what. I, 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 in this field, I know what not to do. <laughs> so uh, I've been real lucky and blessed. But, uh, anyway, go ahead. I'm yeah, we got a, a break coming up. Can you love to have you stay with us if you can uh, spend a few more minutes? Sure. I'll stay. Okay, I'll we'll take a quick break, okay. and uh, we'll be right back with Jim Flanagan, founder of, Flan- of Flanagan's Nautilus, and of course, current operations manager at Christner's Prime Steak and Lobster. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Good to have you here for the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And now, back to the studio, here's Roger Franklin Williams. Friends, welcome back to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. We're glad you're joining us today. It's great to be with you. Right now, we're speaking with Jim Flanagan, nationally respected fitness authority, member of the National Fitness Hall of Fame, former national sales manager for Nautilus Industries, of course, founder of Central Florida's original Nautilus Fitness Center, Flanagan's Nautilus on Kareen Drive, and of course now currently also operations manager at Christner's Prime Steak and Lobster, where Jim has been in that role for t- 20 years now. And of course, this month, all of June 2023, Christner's is celebrating their 30th anniversary of being right here in Orlando, located at 729 Lee Road. We'll go back to Jim Flanagan in just a moment. Before we do, of course, I want to give a friend shout out to uh, our mutual friends over at Sheeler Auto Repair. Let you know that if you, anybody you know, any family member, any friend um, are looking for an auto repair shop that will care for your car, truck, SUV, van, any other vehicle you might own with old school honesty, integrity, and dependability, I urge you to get over to see Demetrius and Odysseus Virgos at Sheeler Auto Repair. No job is too big or small for the guys at Sheila Auto Repair. You can trust the guys at Sheila Auto Repair. In fact, that's where I take my car, and I've been taking it there for over 20 years. You can find them at 1908 South Orange Blossom Trail, Apopka. And before we go back to Jim, I want to, speaking of uh, not-so-great news, I always hate to be the <laughs> the person who shares bad news, but um, along those lines, though, um, there's uh, June 1st, of course, was the first day of, official day of hurricane season. And the reason I mention that is because I want to let you know that on the positive side of that, the guys at Apopka Moore and Equipment Repair have everything that you will need for hurricane preparation and storm cleanup this summer and fall. Of course, they're also your one-stop headquarters for all your lawn and garden needs. You can find out more about them at apopkamower.com. That's apopkamower.com. Apopka Mower and Equipment Repair. It's where they sell the best and they fix the rest. Now back to Jim Flanagan, National Fitness Authority, nationally respected fitness authority and operations manager of Christner's Prime Steak and Lobster. And and Jim, can you talk about, um, one, I'd like to have you share also that we one thing we haven't talked much about is you were a member of the original uh, you know, NCAA-sanctioned basketball team at what was then Florida Technological University, now, of course, UCF. Um, and that was really, uh, I mean, you literally helped to found the basketball program at UCF, and you played for coaching legend, another coaching legend, um, Coach Torsi Clark. Can you share a little bit about that experience? 
Well, it was a long time ago. it would be uh, 53 years this fall uh, coming up, and uh, I went back to school late. But uh, because that university did open, it afforded me the opportunity to go back and get my degrees in education, and I was real lucky to do that. But uh, meeting Torchy Clark and being with him, uh, I can tell you this, I learned more in one year of that fundamental basketball than I had in my entire life. That's how, that's how strong he was. But you don't realize that right away until years later, and you see the accomplishments. But uh, Russell Lerno, who's a dear friend of mine since 1964, was the first assistant coach hired. And he, I told him he needs me to get his book of world records because he never coached anywhere other than doing an internship. He became an assistant coach and did a great job. And we were all together, and uh, the Clark family and the players that uh, were there, we we were just lucky to be part of that program. And at that time, they started basketball, wrestling, and baseball, three sanctioned sports. And Dr. Frank Roeder who is facing his 100th year this year in, in age. He's, that's how young he is. He is phenomenally uh, in great shape. He wore all these hats as a physiologist, chairman of the phys ed department, and the athletic director. He started the program. So it was just a great timing, and it afforded us to go through college and get those degrees. And uh, I, I have great memories, and I have the highest respect for Torchy Clark and his accomplishments, and of course uh, his his sons who played. Uh, Mike and Bo both back to back. But uh, it was a great memories, and it was it was a step, stepping stone to the journey of life. Is how I look at that, and I was real lucky. You know, thank you for sharing great great history, great Central Florida history, and about the early days of what is now University of Central Florida. Of course, back at the time was Florida Technological University, especially the founding of their athletic program, um, you know, and that was one thing that I, that as you were just talking, as I was thinking about, was just how, uh, you know, the, the outstanding level of competence of those early leaders uh, in, in UCF athletics. Uh, Dr. Roeder, as you said, and then um, he went on and he hired some outstanding coaches, Coach Torchy Clark, and then, of course, Coach Jerry Gurgley a little bit later as well, who founded the wrestling program. And, and Doug Olmquist in the Yankee organization for baseball. And, of course, Dr. Milliken, the president, he had a vision, and he, he instructed and delegated that authority to go out and find these people to launch those sports, and they did it. And they became quite successful in, in, during their tenure. You know, so it was, just, it, all, it was like putting a puzzle together over time. You know, they, they, they didn't look at it now. Now it's a city out there. It's just unbelievable how massive it is with the medical school and all the uh, lateral programs they've added and the sports programs. It's just, it's, it's, it's great for the community. And of course, you know, you guys had a, had a, you know, under the direct leadership of, of coach Torchy Clark had a winning season, you know, the very first officially sanctioned season. And you had a great season personally. In fact, you held the rebound record for many years. Oh, for a few months, maybe. <laughs> so, but, well, you know, it was funny you look back, uh, nobody would play us. Uh, we, we played Air Force based teams. Uh, you know, and, and those people were former college players and guys who were mature, and they played the military. If you ever watch military sports programs, they're unbelievable. And I was involved because a novice, I sponsored tables at the Timmy Awards in D.C. every year for five years. I brought in the top military athletes and, and, and honored them, and it was just unbelievable. And their sports programs are as good as anything in college, to be honest with you, or even professionally. They just uh, they just do it right, you know. And uh, these teams were 
and we actually beat a couple of them. Of course, they beat us too. But it was we. we I think we were seventeen and nine, the seventy seventy one season. I was there, so it was a it was a success if you want to look at it, wins and losses. So, and Torchy went on to set a record. I don't think his record's been beaten yet there. So, he uh, he was something special. No, exactly. It, it, as as the program grew um, in the early days under the leadership of Torchy Clark, you know they became a consistent top twenty uh, Division two program. They did. They did with very limited, very limited budget too, and they they pulled it off. So it was uh, just a step by step process, and uh, he, uh, you can't argue with that. You know, he he was the real deal. Friends, we're speaking with Jim Flanagan. Nationally respected fitness authority. Of course, many of you know him as the founder of Central Florida's original Nautilus facility, Flanagan's Nautilus on Kareen Drive. Also, of course, for the past 20 years, in addition to his fitness uh, career, he's also been the operations manager for Christner's Pime Steak and Lobster as we recognize Christner's 30th anniversary today on the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And you know, Jim, I'd like to go back to fitness here for just a, a moment. We've got about three minutes left. Sure. Um, I'd like to have you to talk about some of the philosophies, uh, your philosophies about w- weight training, uh, you know, resistance training, because I think they're, they're different uh, in some respects. Now, one thing you, you mentioned uh, briefly was how there, uh, there seem, there's a huge emphasis on the aerobic aspect of fitness, and aerobic is, is important. But um, you know, but there's also you know a, another big equation, and that's the resistance training. Uh, but then also, um, there's certain philosophies that you have about overtraining, about the intensity of the workouts, things like that, that come from from your experience with Nautilus Industries and working with Arthur Jones and your own you know your own fitness experiences as well. Can you can you just talk a little bit about that? Sure, I'll be happy to. Uh, exercise is a requirement for life. You have to be. You have to move. Every time you move, you're actually lubricating your body just normally, just by walking a little bit. So you have to keep moving. You can't be too sedentary. We live in a very sedentary society because of our communication developments over time with the computer and the cell phone. But having said that, your muscles do all the work. Your heart and lungs. That's a carburetor system. The brain's a spark plug system. The bones and skeletal bones are your frame, but the muscles are the engines. Everything's supported to the muscles doing the activity. And I, I, I use this in my lectures. Uh, by proper exercising with resistance or proper strength training, which is a certain guideline we follow, uh, two total body workouts a week will give you unbelievable results. You must keep records so you know where you're going or where you're, which way you're going. And as a result, once you stimulate the body, you now must allow a recovery process. And that takes 48 to 96 hours in somebody who's just starting out. More is not better. But people look for the path of least resistance when you should make exercise a little bit harder to make sure there's a stimulation. Once the stimulation is placed, you must allow recovery to take place so growth can occur and change can occur in a positive manner. So I always tell people, proper strength training done properly, if you do it right, will make improve your abilities. They become more proficient. Whatever those abilities are, whether it's throwing a softball or playing a bowling or fist fighting or walking or, you know, whatever, your abilities become more proficient. And your abilities become your durability because you are stronger, more conditioned, 
you can do other things like play golf without not getting hurt too much because the back takes a massive uh, hit on golf because of the torque. Okay, so you got to take those things in consideration. So the side benefit, if you're a female, your figure will change in a positive manner. And if you're a male, your physique will change. Better posture mechanics. You'll tone up a little bit. Those are all secondary factors that contribute to your abilities and your durability. Okay? And that's as simple as I can make it. But see, most people see these muscle freaks walking around and they're on steroids and taking all the hormones, and that's a subculture, another another deal. And they think that you got to be a weightlifter. If you get hurt exercising, you've done something wrong. And I've been doing this for 51 and a half years. Never pulled in my muscles, never blew a knee out, blew a disc out, never hurt them, never broke a bone, because we know how to do it properly. And it takes a little while to learn, but everybody should be doing some kind of resistance training, one way or the other. Well, Jim, it's been great to catch up with you, and thank yes, you sir. for sharing great, great wisdom with our audience and, and, and also sharing great information uh, as we help uh, you guys celebrate the, the 30th anniversary of Christner's Prime Steak and Lobster. Well, we enjoyed having you the other night, and I'll see you in August on the Crown Town for the high school football. Looking forward to that. Looking forward to it. Thank you very much. Thank, thank you, Roger. Thank you. Jim Flanagan. Friends, we'll close with a little old-school wisdom, and this is from Coach Don Shula. The superior man accepts responsibility and blames himself. The inferior man blames others. Friends, have a great day. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.